Long ago in ancient times, there was a school of magic rhymes. It prophesied the mystic nights, the true young heroes, brave and bright. Then the dark forces came, brought the people endless pain. Now the children have no fear, come to know the mystic nights are here. Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch things pop culture and then we talk about it. Uh, I'm Sky. I am Jake. And we are watching the Mystic Knights of Tirnano. And I'd just like to start off by saying it's too nice to be in here watching this stupid show. Sky doesn't know because he hasn't left the house or opened a window. I had the d- shades open. That's not an open window. The, the fresh air and sunshine didn't hit your skin like it has mine. <laughs> I went out to take the trash and noted that it was quite Uh-oh. nice and that I should open a window and then forgot. <laughs> and then promptly shut yourself back in the house. That's right. How do I keep my place hermetically sealed if I open a window? <laughs> it's how you let the bugs in. Yeah, it's how you let the farts out, though. <laughs> I got vents in the also, bathrooms. Also, what, what world do you live in that there are no screens? Are there no screens in this house? No, there are. I just forgot. I just put holes in them so the bugs can get in. <laughs> so the bugs can get out, but then the bugs just get in. Yeah. Also, the ants just kind of burrow under it, so they're all over the place. Well, that's because there's so many cookies to hang about. <laughs> Look, I need a lot of cookies at one time. I'm diabetic, but the kind where you have to eat cookies. <laughs> that's a thing, right? Uh, yeah, Cookie Monster has yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's the one. It's in the terminal <laughs> stages of it. Type 3 diabetes. <laughs> Turns you into a cookie monster. That's right. He's really sick. They really shouldn't make light of it. Yeah, that's why his eyes do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he also has trouble like closing his mouth. That's why he doesn't get a lot of the cookies down his gullet. Because <laughs> his throat is so swollen shut. Right, and receives your lips a little, <laughs> like a skeleton. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, we're way off track. Um, Whatever. We're... <laughs> There's no track. What do you? What do you want? <laughs> we're watching Mr. Tiernano. Um, the uh, episode title is a King's Ransom. It's the 27th episode of the only season of this show. That's right. Um, a lot happens in this episode, and yet nothing happens. Uh, God, I just wish I was outside, if you and I don't like going it, outside. It, we go right back to status quo. So, we open up, and... We uh, don't go to status quo, actually. At the end of the mo- movie show. We don't. There, There's a truce at the end. Sort of. I mean... That will be broken immediately, but yeah. it's not the status quo. <laughs> also, they just said it. They didn't actually show it happening. That's most of this show. You got me there. Speaking of which, um, Ivar, Angus, and uh, Rowan are sitting at the top of a parapet looking for the king. I was going to say there was a parapet, but I didn't think that was right. But Pretty apparently sure. it was right. I'm like 90% sure it's a parapet. Because um, apparently he went off to make a treaty with the, the Northmen. Um, and Angus is super anxious because he's not back yet. Angus cares a whole lot. Which is surprising because he doesn't care about nothing. Well, I mean, I think King Dad has been vouching for him because he is a wanted criminal. <laughs> yeah, that could be. So without King Dad around, he's going to prison. The <laughs> or the gallows. Um, so uh, they they go down the, the castle walls and Garrett and Deirdre pop up. I don't know what they were doing together because I thought that they didn't get along. They're learning to love. I guess. Um, and Deirdre <laughs> yells from afar, Any word on my father? Like, no, we we're standing at the top of a castle wall. <laughs> With three people who've been in here the whole time. Because um, she's upset that he's missing also. They're just like, well, we couldn't see him. 
couldn't see him in the immediate vicinity. Yeah. So he's as good as dead. Of course, if he got a cut, he's probably as good as dead in this time period. Or a cold, like anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a hangnail. I'm dead. <laughs> so the Mystic Knights decide to go and find the the troops and King Dad themselves, and they run into the troops as they are retreating back to Castle Kells. Um, apparently, the Northmen kicked the shit out of them. Yeah. I didn't murder them, but did send them back to the castle after capturing King Dad. Maybe they murdered some of them. I mean, we don't see their bodies because they walk away from them. Well, yeah. Or they ate them. Probably that one, or they were on the cliffs maybe they just got rolled off a cliff yeah but uh the five knights get what a little information there is to be had and they go running towards uh the the northmen ships and there's a shitload of them yeah there's like six (laughs) they're viking longboats so i guess the northmen are supposed to be vikings Uh, it's hard to tell because (laughs) They look like Chip and Tails dancers. They got half shirts and little pointy hats. Yeah, they they do have stylish crop tops, but the the horns on their helmets are kind of pathetic. They're like two to three inches long, and they got red pants. So you can't see them bleed when they're cut. They look stupid. They're, yeah, real bad. Uh, One of them recognized them as the Mystic Knights. It's like, we got your dad. We want gold. We want his weight in gold. That comes up later <clears throat> he's not a real husky man it's not that much gold i mean yeah it maybe like 180 pounds is gold weigh a lot guys yes it's okay. very dense it's one of the most dense metals that's why they use it in electronics because it can shoot electricity the fastest i thought either it was uh the most dense or the least dense i couldn't remember i don't think it's the most but it is very heavy um but the uh, least dense metal is these swords that they carry around <laughs> Made of aluminum foil. <laughs> Indeed. So, uh, Garrett, in honor of the king, challenges the lead Viking to a, a sword fight. Northman. Yeah. I mean, when listen, Sky, when someone offers you uh, their daughter for sex, you have to fight for their honor. I mean, they already signed the contract, though. Yeah, but or their maybe part daughter. of the contract was, if I go missing, you have to fight for me. I guess that could be. You, you, we couldn't read it because it was just in hieroglyphs. <laughs> that were may or may not have been completely made up. Uh, but the fight goes a little south for Garrett for the first time in the show. And he gets kicked off of a ledge. He lands on his back real hard into the sand. And I'm, the beaches here aren't great because they're full of real they're big rocks. They're mostly rocks, yeah. And it's pretty miraculous that... <laughs> Because they they were really high up. He fell at at least 10 feet onto his spine and probably smashed it something on a rock. Luckily, his shirt is made of a quilt. That did cushion the blow, you're right. Yeah, he was fine. I think they call that padded armor. Yeah. Um, But Garrett pops up and does a... He sweeps the leg and the Northman falls down. And as he's on the ground, you can see that his midriff is exposed and Garrett doesn't just... Jab him a little bit there. Ah, they never fucking do. Just give him a little poke. A little pokesy. This, I think this episode might have the most why didn't you murder hymns of any yeah, episode. There's lots of time right now. But uh, the Northman's like, we got your dad. We want gold. Don't forget where he stops to tell Deidre his, her dad said he was hot, she was hot. Yeah. For some reason, 
the Northman's like, you're every bit as beautiful as your dad said you were. I mean, when we find out later who the Northman is, I guess it kind of makes sense. Because he's met Deirdre many, many times before. Yeah. But it is a weird thing to have come up during treaty talks. <laughs> so, yeah, I totally hooked up my super hot daughter with a super hot guy. And they're going, fuck, and they're going to give me some grandkids to carry on my lineage. And then I'll I'll be friends with the, the Rasta nation. <laughs> Reggae. Reggae, that's it. You're close. I knew it was something. <laughs> yep. There was a pretty good chance of it being something. Yeah. Uh, so after that, everybody just goes home. And uh, the the knights in Kahad are discussing the options. Uh, Angus doesn't want to do any kind of negotiation with the Northmen because they can't be trusted. Because... Because they're conquerors. I guess. Uh, they say it several times. They do. They don't stop saying it, as a matter of fact. Um, and Kahad agrees with Angus. And it, there's an actual kind of comedic moment where Angus is like, did he just say all right? And nobody acknowledges it, and we breeze past it. But you and I had a good chuckle. Yeah. Well, I know I snickered at least a little. I didn't hear you laugh at I all. guffawed. Oh. <laughs> I did laugh out loud at something in this, but I can't remember what it was. It's probably something dumb. Uh, yeah, someone probably got hit in the ass. <laughs> or fell down. That seems likely. Especially for this show. Um, so at some point, Kahad says, we should team up with Queen Mav because the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and we can't fight the a, Northmen. He calls that an ancient proverb. <laughs> he does. Which is stupid. Also, why wouldn't you immediately assume that this is Mav? Because they saw the Northmen, Sky. Okay. Okay. But also, when they bumped into the troops retreating, they were like, they had a creature. That's why we ran away. <laughs> you know who uses creatures pretty regularly? But whatever. The next scene, we're at Castle Tamra, and Deirdre is just in front of Queen Mav, and they're discussing how uh, the the Northmen would be able to just fucking conquer the whole island without a problem. Well, it is very small. I guess that's true. It is the... <laughs> It's like two square feet of football field. Um, and Queen Mav isn't really having it. She's like, whatever, I'm going to hire them to kill you. To be fair, she was clearly in the middle of a spa day because she's wearing her bathrobe. <laughs> her hair is down and everything. She yeah. Yeah. she was treating herself and then these jamokes showed up and were like, <laughs> hey, we need a treaty. And she's like, ah, always something with you people. How about fuck you? How about that? What a big fat fuck you guys. I'm busy getting my toenails painted by Torque. I got Miter making them super long and spiky like his, so I can get them shaved down and looking all nice and proper. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you just get to use your dark magic for, you know. <laughs> pure vanity. To, yeah, to treat yourself, to make yourself feel good. To remember that you're number one. That's right. The number one queen of Tamra. Um. But she reluctantly agrees after Torque tells her that the Northmen are too strong to deal with, or they're conquerors, so you can't trust them. Um, and then Torque decides that he's going with, or Mav decides that Torque's going with as a sign of good faith, which doesn't make sense to me, but sure. Not at all. Um, but Deirdre's ready and raring to go, but Rowan's like, uh, you're queen now, so you gotta go home. You gotta make sure that nobody takes that castle. Yeah. 
you know, the place where we all live. You also have to decide things like curtains and uh, <laughs> and the dinner menu. Yeah, and taxes and what other, you know, royalty stuff royalty does, stuff, that happens. Yeah. You got to You basically got to pay play Age of Empire but for real. Yeah. Where are we building this barracks? <laughs> Who's chopping down a tree? That's right. So the plan as it stands is Ivar and Deirdre are going home to hold down the fort in a literal sense. Because if Ivar went with these guys, there would have been too much, too many characters to keep track of. <laughs> yep. Too many princes on this mission. Yeah. That's a song. Two princes. Is the song or a band? It's the band. It, uh, and it's if the you song. want to call me baby. That one? Yeah. That's... Just go ahead now. And if you... Yeah, that's two princes by someone I can't remember. I thought that was the name of the band. No. It's, listen to the lyrics, Sky. <laughs> are, are the words two princes in there somewhere? It's by the Spin Doctors. I knew that. Ah. Duh. Okay. That does seem very obvious in retrospect. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> We're going to lose a lot of listeners over this one. <laughs> no! Sound off in the comments, guys. Uh, so, the Team B <laughs> with all of the dudes... I guess that's Team D. Yeah, damn it, I was going to say it. Oh, because the dicks. That's oh, why I said D. I mean, that's also accurate. The D but... team. <laughs> and also effectiveness. Uh, they go to the cliffs where Torque just knew the Northmen were. Yeah, which like... is not suspicious at all because he says the spies told him. Well, he does have a lot of spies. It's true. Would they know he had a lot of spies? I mean, they would probably assume that they... Uh, they know Tamra has spies. They probably wouldn't assume that Torque is in charge of them, because why would he be? Because he's the general. Kind of. I mean, we just assigned him that title. I don't know what his actual title is. Well, he seems to be number two. Yeah, but... Seemingly, at least. Mav doesn't really seem the kind to want to share power, though. Which he's still in charge. Well, of course, but, like, why wouldn't she have the spies report directly to her so she because can make wild demands of it's them? it's fucking spy day and she's busy! <sighs> You know what? You got me there. Uh, so the they go to this spot, and Torque's like, yeah, they're down there. And then they have a stupid little argument about who's going first. Uh, but what goes second instead? Ha ha! Do you get it? Uh, I remember Abbott and Costello. They're dead now. Yeah, but that bit isn't. That bit lives forever, and I <laughs> love it. Um, so Rowan is sick of talking, so he jumps down. He's like, let's just fucking go. And uh, he does a little hop down the little hillside. And then all of the ships disappear because remember that, that image crystal that Torque had from before? No? Well, they don't show it, but maybe that's what it was. No, Miter did it. He says it later that oh, he, does, he was the right. one who made the illusions. That's fair. What are, you, what are you even doing this podcast for, Sky, if you can't pay attention and report back to the people about what's going on? <laughs> Sky. <laughs> I uh, Editing it? Oh, okay. You're doing a great job, then. Thank you. Uh, at that moment, the Wavern shows up, and I thought that maybe, up until this point, that maybe it's possible the Northmen were real, but then Torque doesn't do anything. But, like, he doesn't respond to anything that happens. And he giggles and runs away. Yeah, and once the, the ships dissolve into nothingness, you're like, oh, of course it was fucking made. That's what I called earlier. But the the dragon, or the Wavern is real. Dragons, or, dragons and Waverns are slightly different. In, Except in exactly class. the same. Well, their wings are different. That's how you know they're different. Yeah, but a flying squirrel is still a squirrel. 
I guess. Sky. Um, but I mean that name's kind of a misnomer. They more glide than anything. Yeah, it's falling with style. It is. They're very stylish. Wearing their little top hats and petticoats. <laughs> and spats. Don't forget their spats. Oh, yeah. You think spats will ever make a comeback? God, wouldn't it be great? Um if I could wear a pair of, a couple of spats over my pair of vans or something. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so the knights shoot magic at the the waver, and then we cut over to Tamra where uh, Queen Maeve is discussing stuff with Miter, who's the dark patron, in case we you know, you also forgot his name. Uh and he's demanding that she say thank you for all the stuff he did. And I he, and he more, lays it out. More than anything from this show, I need a clear shot of his hands. Because, I, I mean, we can tell that his fingernails are real long and weird, but he's always, like, wiggling them around and holding them in a weird way. And I just, yeah. Yeah, this is too too grainy to entirely appreciate his weird fucking hands. He's kind of doing the rock fist. Kind of, yeah. I don't... With uh, with his creepy-ass nails. They're so long. Yeah, that's how you know he's evil. Yeah, it's also how you know someone else wipes his butt. <laughs> oh, no, he's a wizard. He can just shit and then vanish it away. Don't okay. you recall? This guy, that's a different thing, and we pretend that that's not a thing in that thing. <laughs> but Look, you keep thinking about that if you want. It's too late. It's in the world now. It's 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 <laughs> not in this world. It is not. No, not, I just said it was. No, not not our world. It, not in that Mystic Knights world. You can't just put that there. You don't have sure that authority. It's open to interpretation. Uh, I'll interpret you. Do it then. Uh but Maeve kind of reluctantly says anything to him. Hey, Maeve, all of your magics come from him. Maybe be cooler to him. Because he straight up threatens to take his magic and go home, but then doesn't. But he does go home. I feel like uh, things are going to come to a head in, in between these two, and that's going to be her undoing. Yeah. You know, fucking 20 episodes from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometime, sometime in September. <laughs> so... She asks Tork to bring in the prisoner, and King Dad gets marched in. He looks very nice without his hat on. Yeah, and he's got like a different. Maybe this is his treaty and treaty and treaty making outfit. Um, and he still doesn't know that Tork was the guy. So because Mav wants to just expose her plan completely, she changes Tork into the the Northman. Like she could have still had plausible deniability. Kind of. Yeah, but she's so excited. I guess that's true. Look what I can do! And then, Plus, she she has him already, I guess. Yeah, and she doesn't just, like, turn him into a kitty cat or a bird and or strangle it. slit his throat. Yeah, or even, like, she's very good with a sword. She could just do it. So here's my question is, the cage is in her throne room. Yep. Where everyone was earlier. Yep. So where was he? I don't know. Just being quiet? <laughs> I don't know. Those dudes are holding him? I don't know why. I mean, I guess you could probably presume there's another cage somewhere. Or a closet, I guess. Or she just magicked him to the wall. Well, maybe she just turned him into a chair temporarily. <laughs> maybe. But she does use magic to make him kneel. Uh, and then she's like, your, your whole kingdom's gonna kneel to me just like you did. There's an act break. When we come back, the knights are still running from the, the wavern who can shoot Magic out of its tail. I super duper wish this had the commercials in it. In these act breaks. <laughs> Me too. And wouldn't you know it, the knights shoot it with magic and it's just not affecting it. Just like every monster they've come across so far. 
Um, but they haven't put on their armor yet. Why would you do that? Yeah. But they tell Garrett to go save the king. He's probably at the castle with it, that they can continually just run into. Uh, Maeve's castle, that is. And then the, uh, Rowan and Angus morph. And the, the Wavern waits patiently. Instead of murdering them like it should. I mean, I guess it can't do a sustained blast of fire. It's just shooting green out of its tail. Yeah, but maybe if it just shot one well-placed blast of green, things would be over. Yeah, maybe. Meanwhile, in Castle Kells, Deirdre's getting the, I don't know, 180 pounds of gold ready. Yeah, it looks like enough gold. Yeah. Uh, Maeve was like, you can have the gold to miter when they were having their argument. What? Where the fuck do these people even need with all this gold? There's nothing to buy. There's nothing. <laughs> There's no things. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they need it for cars. They're gonna turn gold into into fuel for cars. They don't. Sky. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but they don't have cars. Yeah, because they needed the gold. Although I was looking at some toys. Are some motorcycles coming soon? Probably. Okay. Uh, so there's a moment where Deirdre's like, I don't know if I'm doing the right, or I don't want to take my dad's place. And Cod's like, you're not taking his place. You're filling his spot. Don't worry. (laughs) That's different. You fucking suck at this. And I'm not helping. Um, I guess, but it was supposed to be meant as a pep talk. And Deirdre did put on her queen in gown. Sky, I'm very distracted. Are those shadows moving across the wall murderers? (laughs) Probably. Oh, no. Or neighbors. Oh, I mean, they're not mutually exclusive. You got murder neighbors? Probably. Oh, bitch. I mean, I'll only know the one time. (laughs) None of their attempted murder neighbors. (laughs) Or if they murder me and you get away. I guess that's fair. There's there's a few loopholes in that one. How could I live without you, Jake? You you couldn't do a podcast, I can tell you that. Yeah, I don't have backup stacked. Wait. Uh, He's just waiting so for we... me to die. <laughs> Katie. She certainly doesn't want to do this. Well, I meant she has like a life insurance policy taken oh, out on you. I, I know she has backups waiting for me to die. Yeah. Wait, am I on that list? No. Is she going to black not, widow me also? You're not allowed to You're not allowed to marry my wife after I'm dead. My brothers have that claim. <laughs> According to the Bible, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, the knights are still fighting the waver and they're still getting blown up a little but they're wearing their armor so it's not hurting them this time yeah they don't have to jump like weird off to the side every time yeah i mean they do but they don't have to yeah uh and they try their wrist gauntlets uh and it doesn't work <laughs> after several minutes of sky screaming it at them they finally try it. it's worked so many times before on all of the previous dragons uh, how many dragons are we up to <sighs> we got Five, six so, depends on how you count the multi-dragon We'll just count them as one. Okay, so that's one. There's at least four in addition to Pyre. Hmm. Yeah, I think I said five or six and I was counting Pyre, so that sounds about right. Yeah. This, this so, that's a lot of dragons. Here, yeah. yeah. One of them did get murdered, I think. Didn't they explode one? Maybe? They exploded that Cyclops. <laughs> it was uh, pretty early on, too. But they pull their dagger, or Rowan pulls his dagger... And he calls Pyre, and it looked as though he just popped out of nowhere, but I guess that was him leaving the cave. They just didn't show that part. Oh. Uh, meanwhile, Garrett has just snuck right in. He's in Castle uh, Tamra. No problem. Like every w- other time. He just waits around a corner until the guards walk by. 
Uh, he sneaks into the throne room, no problem, where Maeve clearly, apparently is not. And that's where the the cage where Kaha, or uh, Kanahar, King Dad, is. Well, she's probably, presumably, in the toilet, because she shows right up. <laughs> but she is feeling fresh and ready to go because of her spa day, so she's got her Joan of Arc armor on. Yeah. And she challenges And her Garrett. chainmail hat. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I said. Oh, she, is, that, is that part of Joan of Arc's look, too? Yeah. Um, so they they have a sword fight, and Queen Maeve ain't no slouch with a sword. She, <laughs> I don't know if the if it's the actual actress in right now because her back is to us and it's real grainy. Uh, <laughs> but like, she does a lot of spin kicks and stuff too. In... It, it's so low quality that could be a dog, and we wouldn't quite be sure. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's Wishbone. This is. <laughs> Well, that's, I was, think, I was thinking about Wishbone because you kept saying Joan of Arc. Isn't there a Joan of Arc Wishbone? Maybe. I don't know that uh, Wishbone, <laughs> wishbone did. Cross-trust. Yeah, I don't think he did any gender bending. But, I mean, maybe he wasn't Joan of Arc. Maybe he was Joan of Arc's friend Wishbone. <laughs> I mean, that's possible. Uh, I genuinely don't remember, but I'm not going to rule be, it out. There must be a, a Wishbone Joan of Arc. I mean, that story is, doesn't have a great ending for Joan. You know, as she's burned to death at the stake. I'm not a good typer. <laughs> there is, and guess what it's called? Oh, hot damn. Um, Wishbone, what is the story, Wishbone? What's the name of your story, Wishbone? It's called Bone of Arc. <laughs> oh, damn it, it was right there. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, no, who does he play? Um, I don't know, but... um. With their star player injured, Sam offers to help the boys win their soccer championship against an unbeatable team. Sam's bravery reminds Wishbone of the story of Joan of Arc. She did f- help she the did Frenchman. She did play soccer. <laughs> That's mostly what Joan of Arc is known for. Yeah. Up until her leading the French army. There's no pictures of him. Damn it. I mean, it is, look- it is on YouTube. We gotta look that up. <laughs> I'll look at it later. So before we do that, the dragon. Oh, here's a picture. It's on the cover of this little uh, of is, this book. Is that dog Joan of Arc? It says it says Joan of Arc by Mark Twain. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. I don't, it's it's part of the Wishbone Classics series. I see. Maybe there was. Did Mark Twain write a Joan of Arc story? I don't think so, but I can't back that up with information. Uh, now I gotta look that up. <laughs> it's a good thing we live Mark... in the future. Tway, Joan of Arc. I think he did. Huh. I. That doesn't make sense to me, but okay. Wait, was it Mark Twain or was it Samuel Clemens? It was Mark Twain. Look at his mustache. <laughs> he looks like Einstein. He does. Anyway, um, <laughs> back, I, back at the land. What a great fucking Kels. thing Wishbone is. Right? Man, too so, bad that dog's long dead. Oh, of course he is. But he did some awesome flips. He might have died halfway through the thing and they just replaced him. <laughs> we His would name never was know. Soccer. <laughs> I think his son uh, played him sometimes when he was feeling too old. Yeah. His son's name's like Sport or something. That sounds right. Um, but, you know, some people never learned classical literature from a dog and it shows. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's why we're this country's in the state that it's in. <laughs> yep. So meanwhile, back in Kells, um, the the pyre slams into the uh, the wavern with a bunch of fire breath. Uh, that once and it flies, they both fly away, or maybe the wavern disappears. I don't know. We don't see it again. Pyre fucks right off. Yeah, and you know what? Have 
been great as if he had picked up those knights and brought them to where they need to go. But I guess it's a football field, so say, fuck it's, it. It's a very small island. Pyre knows that. <laughs> it would have taken them longer for to, to fly up and then down than just to run straight across. I guess that's fair. So this is uh, Queen Mav is fighting Garrett, and he gets bested again. Like, he loses his sword, so his confidence is probably shaking quite a bit. So he pulls out his axe, and he turns into a Mystic Knight. He doesn't just turn into a Mystic Knight. He runs to where there's a spotlight to do it. Well, yeah. These guys are dramatic. That's right. And he also does a, a finger twirl with his axe. Uh, that they do once and then reverse the... <laughs> is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's a weird, like, pause and then it goes yeah. back the other way. That's fair. So he calls the other axe and then he shoots Maeve with leaf magic. And she just baseball bats it back at him. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that could happen. Uh, and... Mav goes to, like, swing her sword down on him. She's finally gonna fucking murder someone. Right. Who's wearing armor and probably won't get as Yeah, hurt. it would have been fucking fine, unless he was she was aiming for his eye slit. Maybe... Which is some hardcore... Maybe, like, if his crotch protector flipped up, she could have cut him in the <laughs> crotch. Piece. Yeah, that's it. The old crotch protector! <laughs> yeah. It's like a medieval cup. Yeah. Um, but at that exact moment... Rowan and Angus have made it to Castle Kells and he blocks the sword strike. Um, at which point, Garrett does a combat roll over to the uh, the cell that King Dad is in. And <laughs> just a flick of the wrist with his, with his axe, he cuts the lock off. It's probably a very I, sharp axe. It is. It's said to cut through stone. So I thought that he was going to cut through the wooden bars. No, you want to leave the, the enemy's cage intact in yeah. case... They need to capture you again. And then he does a like a, a roundhouse to open the door. At which point King Dad grabs his sword, which apparently was right there. Or maybe it was just a sword. Yeah. But I mean, we do know that Maeve tends to just leave weapons near the cage. Yeah, she that's true. She has like a studio th- throne room where everything is like within reach. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she doesn't want to have to walk too far to get a sword to stick a guy. It's not. So... We have three Mystic Knights and one King Dad uh, against one witch lady who doesn't have her Havoc Staff, so she can't use magic. And they don't opt to just murder her where she stands. Is it even murder at this point? Like It's an act of war, I guess. Yeah, and... Because they know, are countries at war. And she deserves it. <laughs> yeah, she's tried multiple times to murder them and has turned Deirdre into stone at least once. Yeah. So King Dad's like, we don't have time for this, and runs away. Um, you know, one of you could stay back and kill her. You, t- three of you have little guns on your wrists. <laughs> yep. Just shoot that into her face. Yup. Uh, one of you has two axes that you could just use to, to throw one. One one of you has an axe that's so sharp it cuts right through metal. It would just slice right through her you could soft human flesh. Leave her in twain so easily. Like, if you just did an up and a side, you could split her into four without that much effort. But instead, they all fuck right off. Because they know they have 21 episodes left. That's right. You can't kill your They read villain. the script. So, we're back at Castle Kells. Deirdre's wearing her crone and, crone? crown and also put on her fighting clothes. She took off her queen and gown. And, like, her guards suck so hard that they just let... Uh, Torque walk right in with like 30 dudes from Tamra. Well, they knocked. I guess. But also, why would they let them in the castle? Because they knocked. 
<laughs> and they're too polite. Yeah. Uh, Torque lays down some bullshit like everybody else died fighting the Wavern, even though he has no like burns or scratches on him. So that's not very believable, Torque. But uh, Deidre believes him anyway. <laughs> well, she doesn't really get a chance to make an opinion because right away he's like, everybody attack! And like, uh, guys jump uh, out from behind Deirdre and Ivar and grab their, grab them from behind and like cover their mouths so they can't yell for Mystic Armor. And then Torque's like, this is our castle now. Everybody drop your weapons. And all of the guards just do that. This is our castle now. It's much nicer. Look at all this natural lighting. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't one source of light from a fire. Uh, and at that exact moment, as they're shutting the gates to seal the deal, um, King Dad and the three Mystic Knights, who took off their armor for some reason, uh, kick in the door. And then the fight's back on. And instead of using their Mystic weapons, uh, well, I guess Garrett does one. But the rest of them just fight hand to hand. Which is so dumb. Use your magic weapons. Fucking kill these guys. Yeah. Stop messing around. I mean... Angus is using his weapon, but not magically. He's just swinging a rock at people. <laughs> yep. Uh, Deirdre doesn't have her crossbow at all. I don't know where the, the trident is. It's strapped to Ivar's back. You see it at oh, some point. Does he I have think. it on him? That or maybe that was earlier in the episode. I don't know. But at some point, I remember seeing it strapped to his back. Yeah, he does that sometimes. It's not now, because I just saw it. Yeah, Garrett's using his axe to just like chop swords out of people's hands. And then Torque dips. And then I guess the day is won. Well, first Torque tells the the army mans not to run away. What are you, a coward? And then he looks around and he runns away because he's the coward guy. I get it. Do you it? get it? It's a commentary. I do. On um, the social norms yeah. and the and, state of things. And toxic masculinity yeah. inside of uh, military. You get it. I do get it. Okay. We so it. The, the day is won. King Dad's back. He's got his, his crown and his king stuff on, which is like a weird pelt vest. It's a bear he slew. <laughs> Is it Mordu? I don't know what you're saying. It's what? The, it's the bear from Brave. Oh. Mordu. Um, but King Dad's like, hey, good job, Garrett. You got me out of that cell. No, the bear from Brave was the mom. The other bear. The babies? No, the bear. <laughs> the evil bear. Oh. And then there's a scene, like, uh, Deirdre and Garrett are standing next to each other. And I'm not sure if Deirdre is just incredibly short or if she's sitting. Because I feel like there's a, a suddenly a difference in height because she's... She she has to be sitting. It's okay. so... it's she He's like three and a half heads taller than her <laughs> in that shot. Yeah. And then Angus leans into Roe and he's like, you jealous? Because they're like smiling I, at each other and they don't hate uh, each other anymore because they're going to kiss. I think you should be jealous. And because they're contractually obligated to wed. That's right. <laughs> nothing seals romance quite like a contract <laughs> stipulating as such oh boy so jake well we've done it yet again what was the most turtlerific part of this here episode sky um damn it sometimes i remember to think of things but most of the time i don't <laughs> the most turtlerific part was when we found out that um the wishbone episode about joan of Arc <laughs> was called bone of Arc. <laughs> Yep, that's a pretty obvious name. Now that yeah. I think about it, I it was and right, I really like it. It was right there. Yeah. He's because he's a dog. Yep, <laughs> sure is. Who could do a cool flip? Yeah, he had that one trick. He did. Well, that and wearing every costume and not shaking it off. Yeah, what a patient dog. Um, 
I think that was terrific that we finally saw Garrett bested at sword fighting because he's not had that so far and he's learning humility still. It's true. Who was the most likable or effective character? Um, I think probably Angus. I was also going to say no, Angus. No, not Angus. I meant Ivar, but oh, really? uh, Angus is probably the real answer. Yeah. My joke answer is Ivar. Because <laughs> he had like three lines yeah, and didn't, didn't do, do anything. anything. Yeah. Uh, he did successfully get, uh, you know, surprise attacked from behind. Well, you know, like every good guy does. Takes some, take some real skill to sell that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say it was Angus, because he was the most concerned about Dad. And he was the- he was right. Yeah. About most things, and he, uh, used his ma- his magic weapon to the best of his ability. And the, the wizard was on his side this time? Yeah, he, he checked off all the boxes. Good job, Angus. Usually if you can get a wizard on your side, you're doing alright. Yeah. They care. Sometimes. Uh, so, Jake, what'd you do for Pop Culture Palette Clans? Well, Sky. Yes, my Jake. <laughs> I um, got my brakes changed on my car. That's good. Yeah. You should probably check mine. It's been a minute. Uh, mine were, uh, they were grinding a tiny bit. And then by the time I got there, they were grinding a lot more. So, we got, we <laughs> yeah. got a whole new brakes. It's, it's real good. nice. I stopped so good. Katie and I watched that... Uh, mr rogers documentary oh the, yeah uh, with tom hanks won't you be no the documentary oh okay the won't you be my neighbor that's beautiful day in the neighborhood ah my mistake um, i had to look it up because i wasn't sure <laughs> when it was which it, it, it's the documentary though about him being a wholesome man and having a puppet named daniel tiger <laughs> and it's it pretty good yeah. yeah it just reminds you to be a good person you know mr rogers shit yeah it's a nice man I started to read the third volume of uh, Umbrella Academy because I bought the trade paperback. Mm-hmm. And uh, I only got through the first um, five of them, which is the amount I read when I was buying them individually. <laughs> <laughs> so I still haven't read the ending, so I have two more to go. But uh, it, I don't love it, but I think it's better on the second go around. So we'll see how it ends. I don't know. We'll find out. And I've been watching Bob's Burgers because Bob Burgers is good. It is good. I like that you called him Bob Burgers. Bob Burgers. Just like Teddy. That's his name, right? (laughs) Bob Burgers. Bob Burgers. Oh, Teddy. Is that a thing Teddy says? Yeah. Oh. He says that multiple times through the series. (laughs) He thinks that Bob's last name is Burger. Sometimes. Because he calls Linda Mrs. Burger. (laughs) Uh, That must not happen in the first two two seasons. (laughs) Could be. Because that's what we've watched. Also, I painted the dining room. It's not done yet. But it will be, hopefully, by the end of the day. It would be, but I had to come here. <laughs> Sky, Sorry. Sky's house doesn't contain my dining room. Should have packed it up. I tried. <laughs> then that's where the dog's food is, and he would have been hungry. Sky, what did you, what did you um, pop culture your palate cleanse with? <laughs> um, I didn't do a whole lot. I, Like I said, I've been planning this D&D thing, and I actually got to run the game yesterday. That's good. Now you can start doing stuff so you can fill out this time in this yeah. thing. Yeah. Gosh. Um, but it went really well, and I dramatically underestimated the amount of time it would take to do some stuff. So what turned into what I was thinking was going to be a one-shot is definitely not. So <laughs> there's that. The old triple shot. Yeah, probably. I've got a lot planned for these kids but it went pretty well it was my first as my first time running this kind of game well this specific game i've done at least another rpg of some sort but 
Well, good job. Thanks. Um, yeah, I didn't do a whole lot other than that. Um, I know I watched a bunch of movies and stuff, but none of them are worth note. <laughs> if I don't remember them, they weren't that good. Yeah. Um, I did buy Knives Out. I, I saw that out there. I was going to ask if you watched that. I haven't yet. watched it yet. That's yeah. the, that specific stack is stuff I haven't watched yet. Oh. You, um, you, you didn't see it at the theater either then? Nope. It's very good. You're going to like it. Yeah, that's what everybody says. Yeah. And I, the cast is stellar, so. But I mean, I, I don't watch regular movies ever and I really like it. <laughs> if that helps. I don't know if that helps or hurts. I, I guess. I don't, I just, it's good. Cool. I'm excited. Shut up, this guy. You shut up. Okay. Um. Yeah. Oh, I watched Bad Mom's Christmas the other day. <laughs> it wasn't available for streaming when it was Christmas time, oh. but I watched Bad Moms and I really liked it, so I thought I'd watch Bad Moms too. But it turns out that one's a Christmas movie. Yes, it is. It was good. But yeah, I think that'll probably do it for this week. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at popculturefailure@gmail.com. You can follow me. I said that out of order. You can email the show at popculturefailure@gmail.com. Wait, did I say that wrong? Jesus, you failed. Comp- he's he's reading it off a surplus. page, guys. He's reading it off a page. He can't, he can't even read anymore. It's hard. His brain got scrambled. You can follow me. I'm at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. That's on Twitter, I think. And yes. Probably Instagram or something. That's true. Also, you guys, thank you guys very much. We will see you next time with whatever the next one is. I it's something like, thing. I think it said a cursed Kells or something like that. Yeah, it is pretty cursed there. Yeah, it's a Gotham, <laughs> doomed to be forever nighttime. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Stay frosty. Stay frosty.